The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to True Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the executive minister, senior assistant minister, and the director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. And I'm still in the midst of my series, Ask and It Is Given, by Esther and Jerry Hicks, teaching about the law of attraction, teaching how to manifest the good that you desire. And now I'm on chapter 15, which is you are an ex- perfect yet expanded being in a perfect, perfect yet expanding world in a perfect yet expanding universe. I don't know why I just had such a hard time saying that, but it is what it is. Now, when I read this, I went back to a quote that I read many years ago by James Dillett Freeman, who was a unity minister and author. He wrote many classic uh, poems, prayers, and books for unity back in the day. And he was the director of Silent Unity. And he had a statement in one of his books where he described the human being. And he stated or wrote, perfect, but not perfected. In other words, there's an aspect of us that is perfect. The I am, the spiritual being, the spiritual nature, the image and likeness of God, the Christ nature, whatever term you want to use. That's the perfect part. The issue is, not the issue, the opportunity is for us to evolve what has already been placed within us. So just because the perfection is within us as potential does not mean that that perfection is expressing in such a magnificent way that it is transforming everything around us. You can live with a sense of separation from your inner perfection. But that does not mean that because you have inner perfection means that your personality is perfect, your ways are perfect. You're always going to say or do the right things or even think the right thing all the time. What New Thought is trying to get across to people and other people in the metaphysical world, like Esther and Jerry Hicks, uh, are trying to get across is there's an inner power and perfection within you that is unlimited that is infinite, that is full of potential, that is full of possibilities. And with God, all things are possible. So with that, we're going to go to chapter 15 yet again. And this chapter 15 is just statement, basically. So it says, it is important that you know these things. You are a physical extension of source energy. In other words, you are Consciousness demonstrated, 
You are the substance of God, God's idea of perfect form. You are that energy, that power, that substance, that life in physical form. As spirit, soul, body. Spirit is the image and likeness of God, the true source within you. The individualized expression of the one presence and one power that we call God. And how I teach it and those in my circle teach it, soul is awareness of being or total consciousness. So that's the aspect of you, superconscious mind, conscious mind, subconscious mind. That is the mental you. And then there's the body, which is the physical you. And many of us are connected to a level to our physical bodies, but not at a level that I would say 100%, because you start talking about people who do things like Qigong and energy meditations and Tai Chi, their yoga, they're connected to their bodies at a different level, energetically. And then people know themselves somewhat as mental beings, but most often people don't understand how their mind works and they get trapped in the maze of their own mental creation. And then we start talking about the spiritual you. That's a whole different conversation. What does it mean? To say, like Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. The attributes of God, God's life, God's love, God's wisdom, God's power, God's substance. When you see me, you see the Father. I am an individualized expression of the one presence, the one power, the one life, the one source that we call God. As Johnny Coleman used to tell us, I'm an idea walking around in the mind of God. It's just elevating the thought. I'm an idea in the mind of God. And not only am I an idea in the mind of God, I am the composite idea. What does that mean? The composite idea means the idea that contains all ideas. This is how Charles Fillmore understood the term Christ. I'm going to give you all some homework. Go to two different books, and I'm sure you can find them online on uh, at uh, truthunity.net. My friend Mark Hicks, he has a website that has these resources if you don't have the physical resources. But if you go to the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary that's produced by Unity and the Revealing Word, which is produced by Unity by Charles Fillmore, the Revealing Word by Charles Fillmore, you go to those two books. And look up the word Christ. Look up the word Christ in the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary and the Revealing Word. And one of the things that you will discover is that the Christ is the composite idea. God's idea of itself. That's who you really are. Regardless of what you're going through. Regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what you think you might have to go through, you are the composite idea that contains all divine ideas. And because all of the infinite potential is within you, all of the unlimited possibilities are within you, that means that when you tap into the Christ of your own being, the source of your own being, the I am of your own being, 
whatever term you want to use, that is tapping, tapping into the infinite resources of God because you are the composite idea. God's idea of itself. Can you just stop and imagine that God created the idea of itself and expresses it as you? And I know that can be hard to, to take on, especially when the body is hurting or ill, when the money's not the way you want it to be, when the relationships are breaking down, the breakups, divorce, when the business fails, when the when you get the pink slip from the job. I get it. I get it. At a surface level, what I'm saying might not make any sense to anyone. But just like on a real sunny day, if you walk up to a car, the sunlight reflects. You can't see into the car. You have to get closer to the car. And the closer you get to the windows, the easier it is for you to see inside the car. So I'm asking you to stop and pause and stop allowing the problems and challenges that I like to call growth opportunities blind you from seeing inside of yourself. Because if you don't stop long enough, you don't take the time for the prayer, the meditation, the contemplation, the study, listening to podcasts like this, things that shift you energetically, then you can get trapped into believing that there's nothing inside of you that can save you, that can turn that breakdown into a breakthrough, that can turn those challenging experiences into blessing, that can transform sickness to health, can take you out of lack and into prosperity and out of chaos and discord mentally and emotionally to peace of mind. To be able to feel a love and grace that transcends what we understand humanly. That's what's inside of you. That's what's inside of you. So when they wrote, you are a physical extension of source energy, this is what I'm trying to get across to you. You have everything you need inside of you. What I'm asking for you to do today is believe in your self. Trust that God knew what God was doing when you were created. Now, I know there are people who will say, well, what about people who show up with, you know, physical or mental challenges, et cetera? You don't know what's going on in that soul. And you don't know just because a person showed up here with what we call a handicap does not mean that that's not something. And I know this might be difficult for some people to accept. Might be a part of a soul journey that they might have accepted to learn whatever they wanted to learn in this incarnation. Don't judge a book by, by its cover. You might think somebody is incapable and that person might be more spiritually evolved than you. Don't judge a book by its cover. So then they wrote, the physical world you live in provides a perfect environment in which to create. Why? 
because the physical universe is a fact and the mental is called. All right. And so when you are in a higher spiritual consciousness, you can cause things to show up in the physical that are more in alignment with the spiritual truth. Jesus said it this way in the Lord's Prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Before that, he said, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Not I go to it. Thy kingdom come. The power of that Lord's prayer goes right back to this perfect environment. Our father, not just my father, our father. Just because I have an enlightened, highly evolved level of consciousness does not mean that my relationship is different. Our father, who art in heaven, in the potential, in the possibility, the divine mind, the principle, the creative law. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Sacred, hallowed means sacred. Be thy name, thy nature. What is the nature of God? According to New Thought, we teach that God's nature is absolute good. And that God's will has to be consistent with God's essential character or nature. So God cannot will for you something that's inconsistent with God's essential character or nature. So our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. This kingdom is not is not a place. It's a level of awareness. It's a state of consciousness. It's a, it's the spiritual ideal. Come where where I am right now. Thy will be done. That will of absolute good on earth. Physical manifestation as it is in heaven, in the invisible, in the in the in the higher spiritual awareness. I'm not going to teach the whole Lord's Prayer. Let me just stop there. Because if you want that, go back and find my lesson in great detail where I did a whole show on this. And uh, what was it called? Keys to the Kingdom. You might have to go back nine or 10 years through the archives. But I taught the Sermon on the Mount by Jesus in Matthew chapter five through seven. And in that, I taught the whole Lord's Prayer. Anyway, then it says the variety that exists helps you focus on your own personal desires or preferences. In other words, you get to choose what you want to experience. You get to choose that. I want you to be present to that. You get to choose. I'm looking at my time here, and it looks like I need to take me a quick break. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. I'm going to come back and go through these lines. Even if I have to do this one chapter, because I just feel that these one-liners in this chapter are so strong, I might come back and do them again. I might just say, hey, you read the rest of them. I don't know. But let's just take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transform.
All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm in chapter 15 of the book, Asking It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And it's a the next statement is, when a desire is focused within you, the summoning of creative life force immediately begins to flow towards your desire and the universe expands. And that is good. So the key to this statement is when a desire is focused within you. I tell people all the time, you've heard me say this on the show before. The key to this teaching, when I say this teaching, I'm talking about new thought because I'm a new thought minister, practitioner, teacher, etc., and student. That the key to this teaching is changing your mind and keeping it changed. The key to the teaching is concentration. The key to the teaching is focus. Keeping the main thing, the main thing in your mind. See, sometimes people think about a thing and then over time, it diminishes. In other words, we don't keep that same strong concentration, that same strong focus, that same strong determination. And therefore, we lose the concentration of the desire and we start getting distracted by other stuff. But where your attention goes, your power flows. So it's important for you to recognize, and me, and everyone, that you can't outperform your own consciousness. Therefore, your mind can't be going right. Why are you thinking about the stuff on the left? Let me give you an example. And I've used this before on the show. If I told you right now, Whatever you do, don't think about the Statue of Liberty. Please don't think about the Statue of Liberty. At all costs, don't think about the Statue of Liberty. Now, if you have a context, in other words, you know what the Statue of Liberty is, you've seen it before. The first thing that's going to come up is in your mind, in your imagination, is the Statue of Liberty. Your memory will recall it. Now, how is that different than me telling you, don't think about sickness, don't think about black, don't think about, uh, you know, uh, disagreement. That's not going to work. I have to tell you, literally, think about health, think about peace, think about joy, think about love and prosperity and give some maybe some framework around how that actually works. Because where your attention goes, the power flows. And if you're thinking about love and your mind is focused on love, then it's not focused on fear. If your mind is focused on prosperity and how to demonstrate it and the, and the abundance of God, then you're not thinking about the other. It's like I tell people all the time. You know, read The Golden Key by Emmett Fox. That's some more homework. Go online, find it somewhere. The Golden Key by Emmett Fox. Read it. Then read it. Excuse me, then read it again. Then read it again. Why? Because it talks about how do you shift your attention from what on the from how to shift your attention from the pro- problem to the truth about God. Maybe not even the truth about the situation, just the truth about God. And that allows you to pull your mental energy, your attention, and They would say in this book, your vibrational point, your attraction point away from what you don't want to what you do want. All right. All right. 
So when a desire is focused, it's key. Key, when it is focused, can you focus? Can you focus? The difference between a light from a flashlight and a laser that can cut through brick is the concentration or the focus of the light. A laser and a laser is light. A flashlight is light. The 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 light, the flashlight on your cell phone is light, but it's not focused light. It's not light like that. It's not concentrated light that can cut through brick, but it's still light. The difference is the level of concentration. Hmm. All right. You know, um, you know, just a funny story about focus and concentration. Many years ago, I was in a funeral in Mississippi. And while I was down there, I was with uh, former in-laws. And somebody had some moonshine liquor. I mean, like the real stuff. They go out in the woods and make it. And, you know, in that part of Mississippi, they will put raisins in the moonshine, take the edge off. And I can remember it was a guy after the funeral we were at the repast, and somebody brought out that moonshine. It's, it was like, you city boys don't know nothing about this. And one of the guys that was from Chicago, like me, decided that he was going to say, you know, I can drink. You know, I, I, I drink everybody I know under a table. And it's like, oh, you don't know nothing about this. So they gave him about a half a cup of that moonshine liquor that exceptionally concentrated and focused liquor. And he was sleep for the next maybe four to five hours at least. I mean, he was just out on the couch, just out. Because that wasn't just regular liquor. That was moonshine. Now, funny story to get across the point that I'm trying to make, which is concentration matters. It really does. All right. We hit a couple of more of these points and then I'm going to stop for the day. Every desire or preference, no matter how large or small it may seem to you, is understood and answered by all that is. Now, question comes into play is like, well, I have been asking and I haven't received. Yet again, you want to get more drilled down on that information? Go back and listen to my series, Keys to the Kingdom, in the, in the archives. And I also covered this subject in Discover the Power Within You series that I did many years ago. This podcast has been around since 2012. So you can imagine and over the course of 11 years, 400 plus episodes that I've covered a lot of subjects. But just from the standpoint of asking it is given. And really drilling down, I think I've covering it pretty well in this book as well. But just from the Jesus perspective, uh, from the, uh, from what we have in the Bible, I, I, I tackle it, you know, in, in some depth. But my point is this: from Esther and Jerry Hicks' perspective, the only question is, are you in alignment with your good so you can allow it into your life? Am I a good receiver? Am I in alignment? Am I in vibrational harmony? In other words, is my state of consciousness in alignment with what I say I desire? 
Because a lot of people say they want one thing and then they really are doing other things that are not consistent with what they say they want. What do you really want? What do you really want to experience? And here's the thing. the the Sometimes the consciousness of wanting can be the universe will just give you more experiences to want, not to experience. This is why we say I am, not I want. Prayer should always be present tense, not future tense. All right, back to the book. All right. I'm, I'm not going to read all of these, but one of them I really like. As your desire expands, the answering of your desire expands. In other words, the more you grow, the more you want to have more desires to express God's good. In this ever-evolving universe, it never ends. You live in an expanding universe. You live in a universe that is governed by divine law. You're an infinite being, always in the process of becoming. There's no such thing as being finished spiritually. I believe even Jesus is still growing. Why? Because God can't be infinite, and then there's an end point. If God is infinite, then everything within creation is infinite. Always growing, always evolving. So even as we put these earthly bodies down at the particular amount of time does not mean that the soul, the awareness of being is still not evolving. Yes, it is. Just not in a way that we can see it. I just don't think that we even have an inkling of just how powerful we are. Because we're caught up like the, like I said earlier, like the person that's blinded by the sun and they can't see inside the car until they get close enough to where they can see through the window. That's how life is showing up for us. So uh, I'm going to stop here at this chapter 15. Next week, I'll cha tackle chapter 16 and maybe chapter 17. But just continue to work with the book. Get the book. Do your own reading. Do your own prayer work. Write down your thoughts. Create some intentions. And then get busy getting, getting in alignment with the truth of who you are so you can demonstrate the goodness of God that's already within you. God bless you and enjoy your day. Take care. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network 
or wherever you get your podcasts.